listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Hey, ladies, welcome back to Nonstop Mom podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. This is going to be such a um, uplifting, uplifting time with you, ladies. You know, we could all use it during this uh, time. I know that the topic is going to be on faith, you know, versus having uh, the feeling of fear. And it seems that that is everyone's message. But you know what? That's okay because the world needs it. We need it. Every day we should be listening to something that boosts our faith. Because, you know, I, I went back and forth and I was like, eh, you know, do I really need to do a podcast on this topic? But it has been nonstop messages that I have been getting in regards to uh, this uh, sickness, this coronavirus that's out there. And it just dawned on me that, you know, we can't get enough faith-filled words into our spirit man. We just can't. There's no cap that's going to happen on our uh, faith level until the Lord comes back for us or, you know, we go in our old age, it is, our our faith level is never going to have a cap on it. So it's important that we are increasing it daily. And the thing is, it just goes to show you out there who, (laughs) who fills their spirit man before a crisis. Because when a crisis does arise, uh, you're not even phased by it. Not even phased by it. This is why I stress in a lot of my podcasts or a lot of my teachings, the importance of reading the word. I grew up in a Christian household. I grew up as a Christian. And, uh, you know, it wasn't until I was, you know, mature enough as a believer and realized, like, I can't just get by with going to church on Sunday possibly Wednesday. I just can't get by. I was not feeding. I had to get that understanding of feeding my spirit man at all times to be ready for anything, to stay in joy, to stay in faith, to stay in the blessings of God. I had to feed my spirit man at all times. So that is why once I realized that, you know, and this was years ago, but once I realized that (laughs) I have to take action on my part. The Bible sitting there, it is an instruction manual for our lives. God's done his part. He's given us the word of God. It's alive. It's powerful. It has the answers for what we need. And it is going to help us survive this lifetime. The Bible says we are not of this world, but we have to know how to live in the world and not be of the world. It's important that we understand the two differences. I grew up hearing that all the time. You know, I'm so thankful for my parents who raised me in the things of God. And and though it may not have always been easy for them, but, you know, they prayed hard. They instilled the word in me. So things that I hear now, I heard growing up and it's coming back to my remembrance. And one of them was always, my mom would tell me, you are not of this world. You're in it, but you're not of it. And as a kid, you're like, okay, I don't even kind of really know what that means, whatever. 
But now it is so apparent that I even want nothing to look like the rest of this world. What's the point of being the city on the hill that my light's never going to go out if I look like the rest of the people? So we're going to take a few minutes today and talk about the scare of this virus because there are going to be people saved and unsaved that will think you are out of your mind by being calm, by living by faith. That's why you can't go by. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, the Bible says that you're going to know someone by their fruit and, and you want to go by these people that we look up to, these these people that we trust, these people that, you know, but it always goes to show you who somebody is when something's go when something's going crazy, right? You know, I, absolutely, absolutely. I have good Christian uh, friends and even ones that are in the ministry. But let me tell you right now, I'm not going to all of them in a time of crisis. I'm not going to all of them in the time of crisis. There are certain people that I know that I know that I know when something's going down, <laughs> I, I want that person, you know, to be on my side, to be filling me up with the word of God. I know that I know. And I'm just going to let you know that I'm one of them. I won't back down to anything that opposes my God. I won't back down. The Bible has called us to be soldiers. Listen up, ladies. We are called to be soldiers. We are not weak women. We are called to be soldiers. What do soldiers do? Soldiers are prepared for battle. Soldiers are ready. There's a reason we're to put on the army of armor of God every day. Not just when we feel like it and not just pieces. We aren't supposed to put on the shield and leave off the helmet. We aren't supposed to take the sword of the spirit and leave off the belt of truth. The whole thing is an outfit and it all has to go on together. So we are soldiers and we're called to fight the good fight of faith, to have violent faith, not cautious faith. That's not even faith, not, not to kind of have it, but to declare you have it, even if you don't feel like it, declare it. The stuff that comes out of your mouth goes into your ears, just like it says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So even though we may listen to faith-filled preaching, what comes out of our mouth, the voice that comes out of our mouth and, and flows out of our mouth into the air for our ears, our natural ears to hear, our spirit man to hear, that is so important. And you're supposed to be a rock for your family right now. Your kids are not supposed to feel, if you know, if you're a mom listening to this, your kids are not supposed to feel like anything's going on. The only reason Madeline knows about the coronavirus is because she's heard us talk to people about it and preach about it at church. Last week, we were in Michigan and we held meetings from Sunday to Sunday. And so that's the only reason. And it wasn't until the end of the week that Madeline asks me, what is the coronavirus? And so I pulled the girls aside and sat them down and said, listen, this is what it is, and it's never going to touch you, 
and it's never going to touch mom and dad, and it's never going to come near our house. It dies immediately. And then I show them scripture that backs it up. And they have this knowing. They don't have one stitch of fear. We haven't used sanitizer one time. We haven't even used sanitizer since 2019. (laughs) We're clean people. Don't worry. But you know what? This whole fear that's out there has ticked me off so bad. You will never see me in a face mask. You will never see me wearing gloves. And just to spite the devil, just to say in your face, (laughs) I'm not using hand sanitizer. Haven't bought any. I don't care about it. If I have any around this house, it's that smelly bath and body works kind that my children have bought when they've gone shopping with me. Somebody can have it. I don't care. I don't want to even look at it because it angers me that it has caused men and women around the world to pay a ridiculous, um, ridiculous, ridiculous selling hand sanitizer for $60 and people buying it. Are you kidding me? When the Bible is laying on your counter at home, Now, I'm not mad. I'm just getting it on in my spirit, man. Angers me. It's like a righteous anger. This is how we have to feel towards things that are opposing our God, that are opposing the children of God, that are opposing where we live. Gotta get angry. You've gotta get that violent faith. Your home depends on it. Your atmosphere around you depends on it. Your husband depends on it. Your children depend on it. And your own Self, your own body depends on you understanding how strong you are in the spiritual realm. We have to get the fight back in our eyes. We are not women that back down. We're not women that back down. It says, I've got one of my favorite Bible verses here. And it's um, one that my ministry stands on. It's, uh, you know, uh, the Hannah prayer that I have in uh, 2 Samuel 1-2. And I'm going to read it to you because it's one of my favorite verses. It, it just, to me, it's like a package. It rolls everything into one of how we're supposed to be. Okay, so I'm sorry, 1 Samuel 2-1. So write that down, 1 Samuel 2-1. Then Hannah prayed, My heart rejoices in the Lord. The Lord has made me strong. And then what? Now, now, today, today, whatever day you're listening to this, today, think of it that way. Today, the Lord has made me strong. Now I have an answer for my enemies. I rejoice because you rescued me. Rejoice because you rescued me. If we, I mean, just reading Psalm 91 alone, and, and if that's the only thing you ever read during this whole time of this uh, corona thing going on, then that in itself is enough. But the Bible is full of verses, full of verses, full of verses that show that we are protected as a child of God, that the righteous, that the righteous, righteous, right standing, right standing. I love Proverbs 18.10. The name of the Lord is a strong fortress. 
the godly. That's me. That's you listening. The godly. The godly run to him and are safe. Run to him and are safe. He is our rock. He is our fortress. He is our strong tower. There is no reason to fear. Like I said, my kid, life is, you know, you could say that to somebody and it's, and I have compassion. I, I'm, I feel bad for the people who, um, you know, I know a lot of companies are shutting down and they are paying their employees. So that, that's wonderful. And they need to be doing that, taking care of their people. But I'm sorry for some people who have lost their jobs, but you know what? The enemy can't win. So if you are a godly person and something like that has happened to your job, it's not going to last. God will provide for you. Something better will come around. Whether Or you're just off. Let's just say you're off right now and you uh, can't go back to work for a couple of weeks. Don't stress about it. Listen to me. Don't stress about it. God is going to take care of you. You don't have to have everything figured out. That's what the word trust comes in. That's why we talk about trusting in our God. Trusting, trusting, trusting. We have to trust that he'll take care of us like the word of God says. The thing is, people like us, we're planners. We want to see what's going on. You know, we're always taught in this society to plan, plan for the future, get a financial planner, plan for this, plan for that, save for this. And the thing is, it gets so instilled in us that we forget our faith and realize God promised to take care of us. So if we plan on what the Bible says, plan on what his word says, plan and stand strong, then that's the best planning you can do. The best planning you can do is to plan that God's going to take care of you. So don't be discouraged. Don't be fearful. Don't be upset. If it's, you know, because I've talked to people like this in the last couple of weeks and some people will get mad at you. Like things are not normal for me. But the thing is, is I could feel the same way. Things are not normal for us, but I refuse to give in to fear. I refuse to give in into fear. In Isaiah 26, 3, it says, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. But that's what you have to do. Two things in that Bible verse. And then it finishes saying, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. So two things in that Bible verse you have to do to stay in perfect peace. What is it? Trust and put your thoughts on him. So two things. It's so simple on our part. Trust and put your thoughts, your mind What are you thinking about? Are you thinking about how something's not going to get paid? Are you thinking about how you could get sick if you go out? Are you thinking about, you know, what are you thinking about during this time? Are you thinking like, you know, this is it. We're our whole summer is, is, uh, you know, are you thinking about the calamity? Are you thinking about what's going to be happening next? You know, our mind, our mind is so powerful. That's why the Bible verse says to put your thoughts on him. What does the Lord say? I live in divine health. I live in the blessings of God. The righteous are taken care of. You are my strong tower. You are my covering. I have the blood on the door. The death angel passes over. 
declare what you have been told that you have in the word of God. That will build you up. If all we're listening to is every news outlet, every Facebook status, every person out there, you know, (laughs) everyone that is unsaved talking, if that's all we're listening to, if we're going to go to the grocery store and see um, an aisle empty of no toilet paper or no, I don't know, milk, I was laughing. I was telling my husband, uh, we were in Michigan last week in the hotel, and you know, all of a sudden, this corona like news hits real hard and it looks like you know hurricane season where I live in Florida people are sending me pictures people are sending me that now I had two choices what do I do I'm in the middle of a meeting God is moving in in the week we're preaching the gift of faith um we're seeing people's lives changed young people called into the ministry people of all ages being healed I mean so Here's my choice. Am I going to sit and pace back and forth and start texting people? Can you buy me groceries? Can you make sure I have toilet paper? Can you? No. The Lord said (laughs) to me clearly in the hotel room as I was praying, even if ravens have to bring toilet paper to your front door, you will never be without. Okay, period. End of discussion. And that's it. I heard from the Lord and that's all I had to hear. So same for you, ladies. Don't fret that your kids are going to be without. Don't fret that you're not going to have enough for your family. Call upon the Lord. Call upon the Lord. The godly will be taken care of. You will not, just like in the Bible times during famine, the godly were taken care of. You are not going to be without. Fear. You know, it's funny because we're all put in this test now. Here we go. We have faith. Here's our songs we sing. I'm no longer a slave to fear. (laughs) I know I should be making a singing album soon. I am a child of God. Okay. So I suck at singing. That's my husband's department, but we're going to leave it there. But it's like, okay, so we sing that song at church. You know, it's an old song, but it's I still hear it when I, we travel places. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. I mean, I could pull out many, many, many songs that we sing. And then all of a sudden, something happens and we forget the words that we're singing. So what are you? Are you no longer a slave to fear? Are you a child of God? Or, or which one? Or are you a slave to fear? Because the moment fear grips you, the moment you're in the invisible prison of it, the moment you're in bondage by it, it's you're a slave to it. You're a slave to fear because you're doing fear actions, fear motions. You're doing whatever fears gripped in your mind. That's then the course you're taking. Or are you going to live by faith? You can absolutely get through this virus and, and, and feel like it never happened. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm not saying it hasn't hurt people. I'm not saying anything like that. It's a sickness that's very much real, very much real. But we have the power inside of us that's greater to take it out, to take it out. The Bible says 
in um, Isaiah 41.10. I just have written out some verses here, so I'm, I'm pulling them up for you. Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The beginning of that that uh, Bible verse is an instruction to us. Fear not. And we know an instruction brings the blessings of God. Being in obedience brings the instructions of God into our life. So fear not. I mean, even if that's the only thing Isaiah 41.10 said, fear not, period, done. Verses over with. That in itself is powerful. But it goes on to say, I am with you. I am with you. Don't be dismayed. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you. I mean, take, this is, this is what we have to learn. Take the word of God at face value, at face value. If you go to Mark 16, 17 through 18, these miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new languages, which are tongues. They will be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. Okay? They will be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. I don't need gloves. I don't need to give you elbow rub. I don't need to do any of that stupid stuff that's being announced out there. I don't need it. Shake my hand. Let me touch you. I will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. I'm not scared. Everybody needs to get that. You have the power greater inside of you. He said when he leaves, we are to do these things greater. So I don't need to cover my hands. I need to find the sick people and lay hands on them. Don't be scared. Lay hands on your children every day. Anoint your house with oil. Anoint your house with oil. My husband has a phenomenal book out called The Blood on the Door, The Protective Power of Our Covenant. If it's something you haven't uh, had, you can find the information on any of my social media outlets, or you could just go to our store at miracleword.com and get the book and build your faith up and realize it's got to pass over you. It can't harm you. We can't have power in our body and our hands to lay hands on the sick and see them recover and then feel like we can't, you know, we've got to protect our bodies from sickness. The power inside of us to heal the sick can heal any sickness, any disease, anything that's contagious. I love to hear the stories of John G. Lake and when he put the bubonic plague on his hand and his hand, it started to die when it touched his hand. And he said it was called the lightnings of God. I mean, just talking about it is so powerful. And if these are things that you've never heard of, if these are things that you're not familiar with, look them up. Read his book. 
get it off Amazon. Get um, books by faith-filled people who have raised the dead, who have uh, prayed for people with deadly diseases and they've never been harmed. A.A. Allen. I mean, get their book, God's Miracle Working Power by A.A. Allen. I mean, it is stuff that you have to fill your body with, your mind with, your, your spirit man with. You've got to get a hold of faith-filled messages, especially in this time, especially in this time, because, you know, <laughs> the enemy wants to take us out anyway, any way he can. He doesn't care. He's not a gentleman. He's not a gentleman. He is not a gentleman. Get that, ladies. The enemy does not care. Don't have compassion. Don't treat him with respect. He is an enemy. He's an enemy to us. You know, think about it. As a mom, if you're a mom listening to this podcast, how we would react if somebody was to try to take our kids in front of us or hurt our kids. Let me tell you, we would come, (laughs) we would come out. Some people that I know are can be kind of shy or not not so aggressive, but let me tell you, you harm someone's kid, that person, that mom will turn into some will morph into somebody else. And that's exactly what we have to do against the enemy, against the things that oppose our God, things that are oppose our body, things that are opposed of what the child of God is supposed to go through. Turn into another person. Morph your spirit man into somebody else. And don't allow anything. Don't allow anything. Don't allow anything. I haven't turned. I'm not ignorant. I've read news articles. I can keep up with what's going on, but it's not a daily dose of it. I'm not, I haven't turned my news station on one time in Michigan in my hotel room. I haven't turned the news station on one time since I've been home. And everything is as normal for us. People could get mad at me, and they have for me saying things are normal. Things are normal. My kids went to tennis yesterday. I took Teddy and Brooklyn to get their hair cut on Tuesday. Things are going to go as as normal as I can keep them in this household. This is is my family. This is my house. This is my world with my kids and my husband. And we're going to set the tone. It's going to be full of faith. We're going to rejoice. I got praise music that plays, which is just like a normal day. On Sunday, we went to dinner and we went to a movie. How reckless of you, Carolyn. How reckless of you to bring your kids out in public. How reckless you could. You understand what I'm saying by the end of this podcast. My family will not be harmed by this virus. It's good that somebody comes in contact with me. You've got to get this violent faith. This violent faith, it is good somebody comes in contact with me. The healing power of God will ooze from my very being. You know, Jesus was not scared to go among the lepers. He was not scared to go among the sick. He wasn't scared to go among the dead. Nothing was too hard for for him, and it's still not too hard. The Bible says in Acts 10.38 that Jesus went around healing all, healing all that were oppressed by the devil. He's not walking around. He didn't walk around with a face mask on and gloves and hand sanitizer on his on his robe on his belt on 
He didn't have a pack of hand sanitizer. <laughs> Jesus walking through the crowds with hand sanitizer strapped to his his uh, belted rope and sloshing it on his hands every time he laid hands on somebody. No, absolutely not. He knew what he had, and he knew what he had after he was filled with the Holy Spirit. That's a side note. He only performed miracles like that his last uh, three and a half years of life. It wasn't until he was full of the Holy Ghost. So if this is something that's bothering you and something you feel like you don't have, you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost because that is the power that helps you to do all the things that I'm, I'm telling you you can do, to have all the faith that I'm telling you can have. Be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Be filled to do greater things. Ladies, you've got this. Your house right now should be so peaceful, so peaceful that your kids, I mean, a lot of moms that are listening to this may have kids that are in school, so they know, you know, what's going on, but that's it. That's all they need to know. All right. There's a virus out there. Schools all over the world have to close because that is a mandate that they're doing in every state, but let them know, hey, listen, so, you know, whatever, listen, you get some extra time off. Let's have some family time together. Let's take this time. Let's make it positive. Nobody should be living in fear. Nobody should be at their wits end. Nobody needs to be complaining. Nobody needs to, you know, make sure their kids, you know, are scrubbed head to toe every five seconds with going out and being around somebody. No, absolutely not. Don't change anything. Don't let something out there change who you are. Be a rock. Be strong. Be full of faith. We are called to be full of faith. Remember, like I said at the beginning, we are called to be soldiers. I love you all so much. Thank you for sticking around with me. I, I you know, like I said, I, I wasn't really going to do this because so many uh, wonderful men of God and women of God are preaching each day on Facebook and doing podcasts on faith-filled messages. But, you know, I just kept getting them for from moms and getting them saying, you know, how do you how do you stand so strong with when everything, you know, everything's being said? And my response is, well, who are you listening to? What are you doing? What are you listening to? You know. If that, if all you're listening to is um, the news and 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 all these negative reports and what's going on and freaking out because the mall closed, I mean, who cares? I have a better report. I know the end of the story. I've got the answers. Be someone who has the answers. That's what everyone's looking for. Who has the answers? I do. Pick me. I'm raising my hand. Can't see me, but my hand is raised. Pick me. I have the answers. I have the answers. So be full of faith. Be strong, moms, single ladies. Anyone that's listening to this as a woman, you have it. Like I said in Hannah's prayer, we have the answers. So we should be cool, calm, collective, hanging out with our kids, joyful, you know, I know this can be a change for moms who usually work and now they're home and they're homeschooling and I homeschool and, you know, it's not easy from day to day, but don't stress yourself over it. Just take each day at a time, one day at a time, one day at a time with your kids. If you're, if you're, if this is new, the whole homeschooling process, one day. You don't have to have everything figured out. You don't have to feel stressed like you've got to provide for them like the school classroom. They just want to be with you. 
just help them out. Sit beside them. Teach them. Don't feel like you've got to set up this massive classroom uh, in your house and get yourself stressed out about it. One day at a time, relax. Just be there for them. Help them. Laugh with them. Show them who we are as Christians in a time where the world is freaking out. Show them. That's what I sat down next to my kids in the hotel last week. And when we got home, I said, listen, you know, there's people you play with that, you know, might not be at, at the level of faith that we're at. Or there's some people you know that, you know, aren't saved. And But this doesn't change for us. This is what we believe. This is why we believe it. And I show them. And then it's, I said, no matter what you hear out there, I said, what do we have? And they both say, blood on the door. So you have to instill that in your kids. We're protected. We're protected. We are protected. Always protected. Thank you so much, ladies, for listening. If this is your first time, make sure you check out my Instagram, which is Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Make sure you um, join us on uh, women. I've got almost 2,000 women in my Facebook group. Um, you can like the page, Nonstop Mom, but then at the top, click Join Group because in there I've got some live sessions that I do. I'm getting ready to do some more. I've got um, special things that I put in there. I love to bless you guys, so I'll put gift cards in there for you to go get snacks, coffee. You know, I, I just want to be a blessing to you. I truly love you, and I want you to know you're victorious. And I want you to have great faith. And I want you to not be the way society uh, tells us to be as wives and moms and ladies. We have certain ways that we're supposed to supposed to be, supposed to believe, supposed to act. And it's all within the word of God. I'm so big on you can have your cake and eat it too. You can have it all. You can truly have it all. There's a way to have it all. There's a way to balance. There's a way to be. And it's literally in the word of God. So I encourage you, if this is a a time where, you know, your work is shut down, even if it's not, but let's just say, you know, this is a different schedule for you, wake up. Wake up and start your day in the word. Find out the promises he has for you. Find out what he says about your worth. Find out what he says about your children. Find out what it says to be a a godly wife. Find out, find out, because he, he has the answers in the word of God for us to be everything we're called to be and have the ability to do it. You are called to do this. I love you. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to talking to you next week.